What's up, what's up, what's y'all? This is your host with the most. So have a toast, Leader Johnson. You are on Follow the Leader Podcast. Filling over radio, we got a lot to talk about. I have got a lot to talk to y'all about, man. And it's it's big. I mean, you know Villanova won again today. They beat Lehigh. I mean, Long Island U, excuse me. Beat Lehigh last. Beat Long Island U 38-21. Big time, big time uh, wins. Because they're beating them by blowouts. You know, they had 45 last week. They had 38 um, this week. You know, um, kind of an off game for kind of walking. 196 yards, 7 for 12. Two touchdowns before interception is crazy, right? You know, but it's just, you know, part of learning curve. You know, Long Island, you played the strong defensive game as they could, and it was able to get some turnovers. There's some miscommunications on the field also. But it is what it is. But 38 to 21. Now they play Army West Point, who plays players. They play teams, man. They play some um, stronger teams than Nova would. I mean, you know, they scored 30, 28 points in Coastal Carolina. Uh, they lost to um, Texas San Antonio. They lost them 41 to 38, but they had 38 points. They had 28 the other games. Just ain't got that defense, and that's going to be a problem against Villanova. You don't have a defense. That's going to be a problem. Because they got so many weapons on offense. Looking at what Nova did. Once again, cleaning house. Doing what they do on defense. I like the defense this year more than anything. I really like their defense and, 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 you know, what their defense is able to do against um, teams. The offense is already impressive. Just look at what they've done. And, you know, Des Boykin continues to be somebody. Jaron Hayek, once again, starting off the year like he's going to have a 1,000-yard season. We can get into that. Big thing is, Villanova, this game, total monsters as a team, as a team, looking good. You know, kind of together more. Uh, just kind of continuing from next season, but kind of Watkins, a new quarterback. There always going to be some questions. Okay, um, if you look at it, Long Island, you had uh, first downs, 22 to 21. They were trying. Um, Villanova, 365 total rushing yards, 7.4 yards per rush and three touchdowns combined. We'll get to that. We'll get to that breaking down. Passing 196. Um, average yards per attempt was 16, though. Even though he had two interceptions, I mean, goodness gracious. Average yards, you know, per completion, 28. Um, 561 total yards. Big time. Big time. Now, you know, Villanova is looking for their big test. Even though Army West Point is a test because they score. Can you not be lopsided and score? Is that going to happen? 
you know, you got to keep the keep the whole momentum. Monmouth is definitely a test. When they go into Villanova Stadium, Monmouth is a test. Then you got Maine, and Richmond is big. I mean, this is when it gets, when you start get Townsend, you know, the William and Mitten, the Delaware. I mean, soon you're going to see those tests. But Army West Point is definitely a test because Army plays against D1 schools. They are ready to play against, you know, schools they play against have already had their tests and they've did what they did. And, and and what makes and I did put in a tweet like prepare for Villanova to be, because if you look at these teams, prepare for them to be undefeated. Because if you look at these teams, the biggest test was always James Madison. Their biggest test was always James Madison. So, when you look at these teams. And you, James Madison was a big test. Now they're not there. Villanova is the big test. So they're like the, the cream of the crop right now. So let's go to the individual. Individual efforts. And we can talk about some of these players because I've, I've been in hype all year about a lot of these guys. These guys can do what they do. All right, now, kind of Watkins, like I said, he was 7 for 12. Two touchdowns, but he had the four interceptions. He has to, to has to, you cannot give turnovers. So now he's having, you know, five touchdowns and, and four interceptions. It's, you got to get better. There's no question, Connor. You got to go out there and, and decrease mistakes. No matter how much completion percentage is looking, you have to decrease mistakes. We look at, uh, you want to get Derek Green. Okay, uh, Derek Green, uh, 230, 31 for 45, a lot of attempts. It's crazy, a lot of attempts. Now, look at this here. The, the rushing attack was crazy. That just shows you, I mean, you got to be a good defense, especially up front in the trenches. D-Will Barley had 177 yards rushing with one touchdown. He showed why he was named captain. Then you, you forget about T.D. Um, Ayo Durajayi. Ayo, Ayo came through 6.8 yards per rush. It's crazy D-Will Barley had 9.8. I mean, they really went to work. They ate. It's kind of hard to stop a team. It's easy for them to throw long bombs when you can't stop the run. Then they're talented freshmen. They got out of Texas, Eli Smith. <sighs> Talked about him all before the season. Six rushes, 44 yards, 7.3 yards per rush, 6.8 yards per rush, 9.8. They killed that D-line. And the linebackers couldn't stop him. The longest rush that Smith had was 11. The longest one that Ayo had was 28. The longest one that Barley had was 71. Then you look at Connor Watkins. He had 57 yards rushing with the touchdown. 5.6 yards per rush. So your top five your top four rushers were 5.6 and up. <laughs> like, they just couldn't stop the run. And then you look at the, um, but you look at um, Long Island U, they had 6.6 .6 yards per rush out of Pat Bowen. They had 5.0 out of Paul Shermer, but they didn't, that was it. But they couldn't get many rushes. Wasn't many rushes, like five and eight. I mean, Eli Smith Rush more than Sharma, who had 5.0 yards per rush. 
But see, Eli Smith was 7.3 yards per rush. <laughs> I mean, you in this game, Eli could have just, he could have did a D Will Barley. Just a phenomenal job from the running attack. Three touchdowns out the whole running attack. And I think um, Ferranti saw that and attacked it. And what I tell this, 365 yards rushing total. 7.4 yards per rush, a whole team. Looking at the receivers, Jaron Hayek once again, four yards, four receptions, 120 yards. 62-yard catch. Des Boykin had a 60-yard bomb touchdown. Ray Jaron Pringle had a 14-yard uh, bomb catch. He was two catches for 16 yards. You know, even though they had, um, you know, Owen Glasgow had 10 catches for 55 yards. And we talk about him and how much he's a heart and soul. Just basically at their team, Michael Love had seven catches for 61 yards. Didn't help. The defense for Villanova, Jalen Goodman. I picked him. I picked Jalen Jackson to do what he did, but he didn't get on the field. Obviously, the injury slowed him down, but he uh, definitely was a guy I picked, but D. Will Barley took over. They got too deep of a uh, running back room. You got four number one, four lead backs. Eli Smith introduced himself. He arrived. He is here. Six rushes, 44 yards. He is here. So, you know, when he gets in there, you can't just breathe like, <sighs> and this offensive line definitely kicked up and dominated the defensive line. Um, Elijah Glover had six tackles. Antonio Montero has been a monster, six tackles, one for a loss, one pass breakup. Shane Hartzell, monster. He's a manimal. Six, I'm, ta- I'm talking about all the the the, the hype that was around Shane Hartzell. He had six tackles, one for a loss, one sack, forced fumble all over the field. Ty Trini continuing his, his great freshman campaign. He had five tackles. Ethan Potter, five tackles, one pass breakup. Brendan Bell, man, he got the scholarship this year. He's continued to show why. You know, four tackles, quarterback hit, putting pressure. Timothy Ferguson's always another quarter. Timothy Ferguson's always in there, four tackles. Always a, a relentless guy. Kishan Skultz is one of the guys I've always put so much so much hype around. Three tackles, two pass defenses. He was in there. Christian Sapp, three tackles. Daniel Abraham, three tackles. Quarterback hit. He's going to be everywhere. Bryce Ganius, three tackles, one and a half for a loss. He's always there, man. He's always there. I mean, one for a loss. He's always there. And then you got, you know, Aiden Howe had a couple of tackles. Gary Zobo had a couple of tackles. Then Tyrell Mims always seems to find his way to get a play, right? Interception. Interception. Jay Green gets him one. That was crazy. He got him a defense alignment, if y'all know what it is. Very talented defense alignment. Had interception. So it's real huge to see this defense step up in so many ways. Christian Sapp, they were big, real high on him. You see why. Um, coveted recruit and Kashawn Scalters, you see why. I mean, this is a good team. Um, when you go a little bit further... And two things, um, I'm really liking Dez Boykins all around. Kickoff return, still got Pringle. I mean, this is a good team. Like, what are you going to do against these boys? Like, what are you going to do? 
Army, I will be telling y'all more. I didn't get more into I get more into that, but Army plays Army Navy games. Army plays against D1 schools. Uh, like I said, they had 28 points the first game lost, 45 points the other game. Excuse me, 28 points and 38 points. It's a lot of points in the loss. They just gave up 38 and 41. And not too far from one of those games. So this is going to be a tough game for Nova. This is like one of those games that step to where they judge to see, okay, do they go to Division One? Games like these. And they, they go against uh, Georgia Southern. They go against Wake Forest. Excuse me, they go against Georgia State, Wake Forest, Colgate. Certain guys that Army has to, you know, Louisiana Monroe. These are the teams that are thrown. Then you got Air Force. You know, you got UConn. You got UMass. They're here. And Navy, the Navy game is always in Philly. So they go against some of the toughest other teams. UMass and UConn are definitely tough teams, especially UMass. It's a rival of Villanova. So we'll see how that goes. This is always going to be a tough game for Nova. And then they start going down the line at other games, you know. Monmouth and Richmond and Delaware, Townsend. Those are the big-time teams. But I just feel like Villanova's on a whole other level, especially after winning the CAA title. They turned around and had a good recruiting class. I mean, they really got – it was really hard a lot of times for Villanova to get their top targets, you know. They get a couple of them, but they don't get most of them. And um, that right there, what they did this recruiting class really was big. I mean, everybody, they just just about everybody except for uh, Chadwick, Cameron Chadwick, that they, they got just about. So it's looking good. It's looking good for Villanova right now. Um, I just don't think nobody. It's going to be something like the, the toughest teams. Look at Mom's Richmond, William and Mary's another tough team. You're going to see some some teams they go against. You know, coming up, it's going to get harder and harder on the schedule. It's like they kind of got warmed up a couple of times, um, and that's how that went. Um, right now, who's hot? Jaron Hayek is hot, man. He's the hottest guy on offense. But D. Will Barley's like, hey, D. Will Barley has been in TV. They let you know just how good they are. They've been impact since freshman. You know, I think if you're looking at NFL, I write for NFL Draft Diamonds. I mean, you got to look at it like they, they're the two guys that you're going to see those guys being NFL boards. Like, TD is a, a track star athlete. He can run. He has power. Mind you, it was faster Ricky Waters, and D.W. Barley is just tough as that. When they got him, I saw his film. I said, oh, this guy's going to be something good. Oof. He has quick feet. That second burst is crazy. And Ray Jaron Pringle has just started. I mean, he, he hasn't really even gotten off to his. Jaron Hayek has been that guy. So the guys like Jaquan Allen, they haven't even got off yet. 
So this is a team to just watch out how this offense and this offensive line is going to get better and better. I say more and more about Kashawn Scalter, Jalen Goodman, Elijah Glover, another guy. He's always a leader. Since they recruit another guy, when they recruited him, I say, oh, this is going to be a, a different guy. I mean, he's, he's a special player back there. Um, Tyrell Mims is always going to have his nose around the ball, so he's gonna, always going to be able to make plays. He's just one of those guys. Um, you haven't seen John Roden yet. Come Johnny Pittman. Uh, uh, the guy they got out of a uh, transfer. I mean, so many. Guys. Daniel Abraham continues to be around that ball, man. Him and Bryce Ganeys are going to be guys that get takeaways. They're just good at doing it. So when I come back, um, we're going to talk more. You know, I'm just going to give y'all a quick Villanova radio. We're going to get down with some basketball. I know y'all been waiting for it. Um, we will come back and talk Villanova basketball recruiting and get hyped up on more of that. And right now I'm about to play a Cameron joint, classic for mine, one of my top ten rappers. He wasn't there. Just like Villanova, if you wasn't there, man, a lot of y'all be talking crazy. And I was talking to one of the coaches today, like, man, these are the same people that wanted Jay Wright fired that are talking crazy about Neptune. People actually wanted Jay Wright fired. I was talking to one of the coaches there. I'm not going to tell you nothing about who I talked to. And I was just like, yo, all these crazy tweets I get about people on Neptune, I kind of feel like it's a little corner racial because nobody said nothing when Jay Wright bowed out of the 2020 class. I had talked to Coach Ash, and Coach Ashley Howard told me they was going to do it. Nobody told me about that. No, no, no. I mean, nobody talked about Like, they're talking about, oh, for 2023, just because we didn't get – who Jay Wright target was was Deshaun Harris Smith, and, and it's still two targets out there. It's still plenty of time. You think Villanova's going back, especially, especially with this being Neptune's first year. You think he's going to let 2023 be empty? Everybody's like, "Oh, what's up with two transfer? Why you keep saying transfer guy? They're not going to get three transfer guys. They're not going to get two. Like, y'all, one is definitely in the – they're they're looking through the portal. But nobody's going to – like, what is wrong with y'all? What is wrong with y'all? You're crazy. Villanova was left with talented players, man. These boys was left with all types of guys, man. He was left with so much talent on their roster. Look at the roster. Y'all not even looking at the roster. Yes, there's a secret recruit that I, I'm going to get back to the news. There's a secret recruit. And there's also some guys that done popped up. So when we get back, man, I'm going to get back to y'all about that. If he wasn't there, stop talking. Y'all y'all don't even be there. Y'all don't even know what y'all are talking about. Y'all just be opening your mouth. Be right back on Follow the Leader. People would stare at me. My daddy cared for me. Thank God for Toy Dawkins. She took care of me. Bloodshed was there for me. When death was looking in, my mom was doing her. Grandma Doc took me in. Argue with Grandpa Jerry. Scheme with Uncle Teddy. Ain't fuck with Cousin Joe. He was too petty. Thanks to David Rock. 
That was nice of y'all. They wouldn't give me work. Why? Cause I was nice and bald. This was the ninth grade. Working out with barbells that me and her were 50 grams. Though we was a guard out. Boys be smuggling. I was struggling. Rapping. Playing ball. Plus hustling. Digging the tracks for me. Big L rap with me. AJ held the guns. He'll still clap for me. Shout the chastity. My sister Daphne. They drove across the bridge for us. Yes, the tap and see. Yes. Let me speed up the story of pain and agony. Family got a deal. More like a tragedy. Good looking Lance Rivera. Jacob for backing me. But I get money on these streets, man. Factually, actually, a man that can rich just gave some smack to me. And I had Coke already. Came up with a strategy. Kept it in Kim crib. The stove locked it up. Fat Sean rocked it up. Duke the God chopped it up. Stash box in the car. Hit the button, stock it up. I was wildin', man. I got him with the Taliban. Luca, Luca Brazi. Introduced me to women. After that, it was a rap had Ohio on tilt. In Chicago, you're on ball, and I felt like a wilt. And that's the truth on how the funding for Dipsa was built. Why they give me these odds? A goddamn city of odds, a city of gods. Still, I drove off in the prettiest cars. Someone's unfortunate. Pine box of orphanage. Watching your siblings turning in foster kids. Yeah, yeah, what's up, what's up, what's up? I'm back, y'all. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. If y'all don't know, I do a, I do a live Instagram live show where I talk about rap. And, you know, I, uh, my host, M-Boy, is my guy. I've been on him for years. And I love music, so now I'm just doing, like, certain subjects and news. And on there, I'm cursing. Yeah, no doubt. I could curse on here, too, if y'all listen to me. But I'm just talking about music. So if you don't want to know about music, I'm going to quit doing sports on there. It's not really my um. I'll just do a separate podcast on sports. But um, it's called The Lifestyle, you know, and um, we talk hip-hop, music, movies, all types of stuff. And the last one was more about Will Smith and um, what Dave Chappelle said. So anyway, when, uh, follow me on Instagram, Lita Johnson, and y'all get all that, man. I'm, I'm always on the news, and I got more for y'all. Next week, we'll talk about Cameron and um, Mace. And uh, Jada Kiss doing a three-headed monster tour, which is going to be crazy and, you know, other things, too. But we back, y'all. Follow the leader podcast. Um, Feeling over. Basketball. Listen, Bryce Lindsey, three-star uh, point guard, IMG. They, they recently went in to, I, to see IMG play. And so you want to know who they were talking about. Jacoy Hudson was a guy they, they've been early on, but that's not who they went to go see play. Talked to a coach. And um, Bryce Lindsey, uh, 2023 point guard. So, it's 2023 in the house. Um, from B-Moore. Transferred to IMG. One of the top combo guards in the game. Man, has an unbelievable jumper. It's kind of meshing with the Jaleel Bethia. I think they're, they're looking for those big-time shooters that already have that eagle eye for shooting. And this cat is crazy. With the, He's 6'3", 6'4". Um, Really can get down by, you know, like I said, three-star by 247. He'll be the four-star soon. The man can score. He hasn't really – he's injured right now. And um, I'm all, it's also a 247 sport interview I got with him coming out soon. Um, he's one of the top 200 guys in, in the game, one of the top 20 uh, combo guards. He can get down. 
and who's recruiting him. He decommitted from South Carolina. And, um, you know, you got DePaul, Georgetown, um, LaSalle. They all on him. And Villanova's one. Villanova is, is going in on him. They've been, you know, uh, I talked to him, and he was like, um, they talked to his coach a lot. So you know he's about to be prioritized. They're looking to close this class real soon. I say this class could be closed if I had to give, you know, they'll have commits, and these commits will be closed around, you know, we talking one of the, the holidays, man, you know, December, January, around that time is when you'll see a lot of this be done, where you'll see where, it's, where it starts at and where it's about to end at. That, that's what you're going to see. But they're going to get recruits ready to commit. Um, and then they're also looking at five-star 2024 player Bryson Tucker, who Duke has an offer with, Georgetown, Illinois, Indiana, you know, usual suspects that's going in to see these guys. Maryland has an offer with them. You know, Illinois has an offer with them. You know, after getting Sky Clark, Illinois is kind of hot. They're trying to hit and ride off that wave. 6'6", six, six, you know, another great shooter. Uh, smooth with it. Nice moves to the basket. Good two-way player. Um, Villanova's going in. 2024, they're going in. Because that's really Neptune's start, 2024. It's just not this class. He kind of went in the middle. You know, Jay Wright. <laughs> Jay Wright's so great, he just bowed out in the middle of everything. <laughs> He didn't let you know he was leaving. He just said, hey, you know what? This coffee's too, it's not sweet enough. But I'm not sure about this coffee, but I'm sure about retiring right now. In the middle of coffee, he just said, I'm just going to retire. He didn't want to announce, no, no, no special announcement. To He just was like, out of here. That was it. You know, you never knew he was even leaving. I think it was all game time since the beginning of the season. It had to be for him to, he, he probably was thinking about the beginning of the season, you know, but. I think he knew Neptune was going to be his guy. I was like, listen, I'm going to wait till Neptune finish his first season. And, you know, you seen what Neptune did. And he was like, oh, okay, come on with it, Neptune. You ready. You're ready. You see what he did with Fordham? Oh, yeah, you're ready, Neptune. So, um, Malachi Palmer, Jacob Theoso, um, Theosu. Uh, Theosu was um talented point guard at Ohio, a uh, uh, Canada guy. So is Palmer. He's he's um he plays with Hillcrest, but he's out of of of, of Canada too. Two close friends. I'll have more word on them very soon. Uh, interviews coming soon. Um, but I talked to the coaches to see if they were still on the radar. Yeah, they're still on the radar for Villanova. Still on the radar. Villanova's recruiting guards, and the special guy I told y'all about. I still can't say nothing. Yes, I talked to one of the coaches, and they still can't say nothing. You know, but what I do know is that this guy is, uh, uh, I'm not even going to say size because y'all going to be looking, Googling. <laughs> I'm just going to let you know this dude is the real deal. He's a he's a, he's a total package um, type of player that is ready to commit to Nova. That's what I'm hearing. He's ready to commit. He was ready to commit with Deshaun as soon as Deshaun, but, you know, one of the coaches went in to finally, finally get a workout with him. Just, you know, it was all about the workout. They was waiting for a, a, a pro guy, a pro scout, because you know how they do these guys. They get them in the gym against uh, grown men sometimes, like these private workouts to see just how developed they are. 
And so finally, one of the coaches at Nova goes in and gets the workout, and it happens, and they're like, oh, the thing is, getting another coach to come see, you know, um, I'm not even going to tell you the another coach is. You just got to put, put the dots together. Maybe y'all can have fun with it. He's waiting for it to get another coach to come see, and then voila. That could be, in my opinion, this guy is going to be the lead, the, the one to lead the the whole recruiting class in 2023. It's just, this man is all that. I mean, what I'm hearing and the stuff I'm hearing, Jesus, what? Let's do it. There's nothing like it. All, all you know is the international guys. Nothing like them international guys because they already playing against, you know, talent that's developing every year anyway and playing against grown men anyway. So, you know, just like Alex Tuhi, that's another interview I got coming. I talked to him. I know everybody's heard about him. He plays with the NBA Global Academy. played with uh, Tyrese Proctor. He's a, he's a good all-around player. This man, has, he's a good all-around player. So when guys like that play overseas, you know, Jacob Theosa, I mean, these guys play with other grown guys and, and develop some and get some ready for coming over here. So this is an interesting 2024 and 2023 class to end, you know, because now you're not looking at Jay Wright. It's a whole new vision. These guys could be, I told you, this Villanova team could be playing like kind of hype. Like, you know, they could they could play hype. Like alley-oops. And it's going to be a different, he's going to have the same teaching philosophy, but he's going to also have, you know, differences. You could see, oh, young players don't play. Neptune different, man. Neptune could put the, I'm telling you, he's going to do it. Because he wants to see what all these guys is about. Jay Wright already had his blueprint, man. He already had his blueprint, how he wants to develop players. That's just how that's just how Wright was already, especially after the championship, the, the criteria, he found out what it was and he stuck with it. And they stayed a championship program. Now Neptune going he gonna have some stuff that Jay Wright didn't have in there. It's gonna make this just an even better program. And don't come, oh, he's going to be better than Jay No, we don't know what he's going to be better than Jay Wright. I'm just saying he's going to have something to make it better. Just because you have it, what I mean by better, let's let's kind of like lay it down. What I mean by better, nobody said he, that don't even mean you win better games, but it could be more exciting and more players that can come out. Like, But you got to have the right formula to win. Oh, this is a better team. But are they going to get more winning? I mean, you've seen better teams on paper. You've seen teams look better on the court, but does it come to wins? Look at Gonzaga. Man, the teams, they had the best teams they ever had and still didn't win. So it's all about the right formula to win. Is he going to have a good defense? Is the passing going to be good? Because what right had was the formula, passing, defense. And in this era, you got to be able to shoot it. But then you're going to have guys, younger guys coming in playing. You're going to have some uh, some highlight plays, you know, that you didn't really see at, at, at Villanova, you know. So this is going to be big. Neptune's going to be a great coach. And then I like the little uh, the thing they put out about all the Villanova coaches. So many good Villanova coaches. And one guy I always talk about, Steve Lapis. They don't give him enough credit because he birthed what became Jay Wright's era. I mean... If you look at when I was watching Nova, like when I really, I mean, Nova was embedded in me from birth. 
my pop talked about the 85 championship and how great that was for him to beat Georgetown. And Jesus. But when I started zero wins, when Lapis was coaching, when they uh, won the NIT championship, they had Kittles, Johnson Haynes, they had Eric Ebers, they had Chuck Cornegate, they had Jason Lawson. You know, um, Alvin Williams was coming off the bench. And then the next year, they win the Big East Championship. You know, and it was, it was a big time because here come Allen Iverson, here come Ray Allen, here come Daniel Abrams, you know. So many good players in the Big East, man. It was so many good players, and it was a battle. And Kittles proved he was just as good as any of them. Jason Lawson was drafted. Eric Ebers was drafted. Cornergate wasn't. Alvin Williams ended up being drafted. That was a good team. Tim Thompson ended up being drafted. Start giving Lapis his credit, man. Guys went to the pros. He had two lottery picks. He had a number two player in the nation. Lapis does not get his credit. Now, Jay Wright ended up being better, but Lapis was great too. I mean, so so I just, I, I really, when I hear all this, that's how you know Villanova is, is, is a part, it's just like Philadelphia. As far as what I mean by that, the sports fans, Pennsylvania sports fans, and, and you know, being 30 minutes from the main line, they got that same anger that it sounds crazy. So, yeah, man, um, I just want to give you all a quick, quick run through Ahmad Noel, another guy, uh, Nova's going after. Ahmad Noel is a, is a guard, another guard. Villanova, once again, that's why I say that some of the, some of the, um, criteria with Nova is not leaving. He's from Amotep. He's the number one player in PA, um. Point guard reminds me of Tyrese Maxey, one of the top 50 players in the nation, one of the top point guards. Uh, Auburn's after him, um, Kansas is after him, and so is Memphis. So that's going to be a battle. It's 2024. They haven't given him an offer, but they're looking at him. So Neptune's doing what Neptune does. He's great at recruiting. So great players are coming. So um, this is going to be something to look at. I keep keeping y'all updated, but I will let you know about the guy. The guy that could lead this class. We still in. We still going hard. I'm still going for y'all. I'm trying to get everything together. Um, I'll keep reporting more recruiting news as it comes to me. Um, this is interesting. It's fun. Because I told y'all what was going to happen when Neptune, I said it's going to, uh, the recruiting surge is going to grow up. And somebody came out and said, Oh, you talking about this? This is Jay. You call Jay Wright the best coach and best recruiter, but you saying the surge is gonna go up? Just what I said. What? What? You didn't go to school. How many classes did you miss? How many? How many fucking classes? Yes, here comes the curse words. How many fucking classes did you miss? Did you miss all the elementary? I said surge. What is surge? Go look up the definition of surge. It's gonna go up. Yes. Because now he has to stabilize himself. We, we, we thought I meant he was going to get five stars and five in a row. No, he's going to start recruiting so many recruits. And a lot of people, to receive, you have to gain the interest of Villanova all over again. That's what has to happen, if y'all didn't know. Because now a lot of people were used to Jay Wright or hearing about Jay Wright. Even when the assistant coach came in, they was like, yo, Jay Wright, Jay Wright, Jay Wright. Oh, I love Jay Wright. Jay, Jay Wright was the for now Neptune has to develop his face. 
So the surge is gonna go up. He's really gonna start putting his 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 um his um presence in so many schools. You know, the the, the assistant coaches are gonna be going in, and they're, they're they're going in and representing Neptune and Villanova. They're representing Villanova themselves, and the head coach is Neptune. So it's like, go look at this guy. What's up? What's up with this guy? What's up with this guy? What's up with this guy? And you know, Neptune is going in. So it's everything, Khalid Williams, Jaleel Bethel, uh, Sir Muhammad, Isaiah Abraham, all still on the radar. Uh, I'll be having more, trying to get more news, more info. Um, no question. But I'm out, y'all. I'm about to um, definitely be out. Just want to give y'all some news. Little Nova Radio, big win, 38-21. Long Island U, Army West Point is next. I'll have some scoop coming up this week about Army West Point, what they got to offer. I'm out, y'all. Villanova, Villanova Radio, follow leader.